0: What's up, beautiful people? It is Brittany Ball again with another episode of the Be Chic podcast. In this podcast, I help millennial women intentionally manage their personal finances, strategically plan for career success, and leverage passions by monetizing them as a side hustle. I don't think y'all understand like how much focus I have to put into that intro. I need to rewrite that (laughs) because it is too wordy. But as you can see, I'm in a great mood today. Today is day one, um, post-daylight savings time, what I also call the time skip, the time jump of the year, because we lost an hour of sleep, and I guess you could consider um, Sunday as the first day, but I consider Monday as the first full day, and I just had a great work day with all of the sunlight and things like that. So I am really looking forward to productive days ahead, because it has been so nice to have more sunlight and better weather. It's been pretty decent here in Texas recently, but it's been even better and it just feels like spring finally. And I'm loving every bit of it. I'm soaking it all up. And today we will talk about some positive um, mindset things that you can do and kind of walking through my personal experience with my career that I hope will apply to you as well. I realized that a lot of my episodes have been talking about like mindset shifts and things that I'm working on internally. And I guess that's just a sign of the times because we are living still in a COVID world where a lot of things are still virtual and we're doing a lot of things on our own and at home. It just gives a lot of time for us to be very reflective and centered on our personal development. And so I plan on continuing in that vein Even as things start to pick up, I've had some pretty busy weekends doing social things with friends the last few weeks, but I don't want to lose that progress I made in 2020 and the beginning of this year, 2021 as well, because I'm starting to do more things out of the house and I'm starting to be less in tune with myself and my goals. I really don't want that to be the case. I really want to build upon all the things that I have done up until this point, um, in this journey, this pandemic journey, I guess. But yeah, today's episode is all about career success. As I talk about in that intro, that's what our topic is, and we'll get into it. So I think it's easy to actually fall into the trap of getting praised for what you are doing with your job, whether it is actually meeting like the goals that have been set for you by your company or like going above and beyond. It's easy to think, oh, I should be getting compensated with a promotion or with a raise because I did something well, but not necessarily like going above and beyond what you're expected to do. I don't know. I feel like it's just a culture thing right now. And I'm not saying that our parents raised us wrong or anything, but we as millennials, I believe, have to put ourselves in that mindset of going above and beyond and doing extraordinary work for the extraordinary results that we are looking for. Now, I'm all about the entrepreneurial lifestyle. Of course, I have this podcast along with my blog and online store and all of that great stuff and my real estate business. So I understand that entrepreneurial mindset. I respect it. I'm a part of it. But I also am an employee at the end of the day. And I work with a great team. I get paid well. I have great insurance. So I actually don't plan on leaving this job anytime soon. And because of that, I strive to still be very good at what I do to the point where I am working towards a promotion in some type of sense in the um, years, months to come, however it uh, falls in line. So I had to put myself in a mindset that was continually leveling myself up in order to reach the goals that I wanted to reach within my career. Well, it requires a lot of shifting to make sure that I'm positioning myself, particularly for what I have my sights on. And what sparked this episode originally was a video that I saw on Instagram from um, a business coach. She coaches people have coaching programs and um, the topic of the post had to do with the work and that you do and the value that it has and you need not think about you know what your value is based off of what you believe you're worth but the value of the work you put out and that just really hit home for me because So many people, and again, like a culture thing, talk about their worth in terms of what they believe, what they perceive for themselves, but not necessarily the results of the work they have done, they have completed, the receipts, you know? Do you have them? (laughs) At the end of the day, your work that you are putting out Is all of the justification that is needed for the compensation that you receive. And so in general, you know, it's easy to become complacent within work. And I'm just talking about for me specifically, but I'm sure there's others who can relate. But within that complacency, we still believe that we deserve the raise, the promotion, the accolades, whatever it is. Off of the value that we believe we have because of degree um, or degrees experience and things like that. But what is your work saying? And don't get me wrong. I did work my butt off my first year with my company, but I still realized that there was more I could do. I still realized that there was potential for me to really help the company grow that I believe in due time. Will result in a promotion. So here were some of the things that came to my mind that I wanted to really work on before feeling like I'm at that level to be promoted. And you know, my boss may be thinking along the same lines, or he may think that I'll be ready for it before I get to these things. But these were the mindset shifts that I set for myself in order to make sure that I was continually striving for that goal of a promotion. So the first one was to always be two steps ahead. So I, I have always been very fortunate in every career that I've had to be pretty self-sufficient in my work and be able to get my projects done on my own terms and having bosses that were pretty much hands off. This aut- autonomy really lent itself to innovation within my role and especially for projects where I understand the full scope and the nitty gritty of the things that go into it, but my boss doesn't. There are some things in which I can make some improvements or suggest some changes because I understand it better than they do. And they really appreciate and rely on you when you are thinking ahead and how you can improve things for your department, for your company, for your industry. And so I challenge you to find those ways in your position in which you can think ahead and you can be innovative in your role. Not only will this help you secure your position and make you indispensable, but it will also show that you are proactive and willing to take ownership of your work and your area of business. Another is to be ready to ask for forgiveness rather than permission. And I know this one probably sounds crazy, but sometimes... Showing that a particular process or um, implementation works and that is justified because of the results is what gives you that pass for not asking for permission initially. And I think if you, you know, use some discernment with doing that, you can really make moves and good moves for your company if you are willing to take the leap And move forward on something that you know without a doubt will be successful. That's something that my bosses have actually told me. Not all of them, but I've had people tell me to do that. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to ask for forgiveness rather than permission in order to get the job done. And in order to do something right that you know has to be done a certain way in order to be done properly. So, you know, as you grow in your role, there should be increasing responsibility anyway in the area of decision making. Despite your company culture, whether there's room for upward mobility or not, there's always going to be room for more responsibility and autonomy over the work that you have. For example, my department isn't large. It's two of us and then our supervisor. And so there's not really room for me to grow in a managerial sense, to the next position, but I can at least demonstrate competence and comfortability with the decision making within my projects, and possibly be promoted as a manager of projects with the authority, you know, to plan, execute, uh, review, and analyze, and you know, iterate all of my projects on my own without having to run everything by my boss. And that within itself can constitute a promotion. So this is something that I think that you can do as well if this is an area in which you feel like you can grow in your role and really demonstrate your ability to grow in your company, no matter what level you're working at. So I encourage you to explore that idea, too, especially if there's no clear path for promotion as it relates to a role change, like I said earlier, like something that's um, managerial in nature. Next is to put yourself out there, including your ideas. Sometimes showing initiative comes in the form of just speaking up and sharing your innovative ideas with the team. We know that no one works successfully independently at all times. Most of the time we are working collaboratively with others in our department, in our company, in our industry, with clients. So being able to demonstrate that on, I would say, like a smaller level, shows your potential for a higher level. And something that has always stuck with me since I was in college, I was given advice from a senior when I was a student worker at the library on campus. And I think I was complaining about a process that we had to follow for, um, The circulation desk. I don't know what it was exactly, but I do remember the advice that she gave me. And she told me, like, never to enter a workplace with the intentions of, like, ruffling feathers or challenging processes and authority when you're coming from a place of ignorance. And she wasn't necessarily telling me to just shut up and do the work as I was being told, but to observe And really understand how things are done, understand why things are being done. And then as you grow in your role and you grow in responsibilities and comfortability and confidence within the company and understanding the culture, then it is appropriate to address some, let's say, failed aspects of processes or uh, whatever it may be within the company. But that's something that I have done in, Every role I've had ever since then, being able to observe how the company does things and understand the culture really helps you make progress moving forward. And I've spent my first year at every job pretty much doing that before really honing in on the things that I know that I can help improve the company with. Now, funny enough, every boss I had actually realized my potential and challenged me to push the envelope and be more assertive and suggesting new ideas and initiating new projects because they knew that I understood how things worked and I also understood how things could be improved. But I believe that I was only successful in doing that because I took the time to observe and not be judgmental or critical of the company culture at the beginning. Now, obviously, if you're at a company where it's a toxic culture, you know, we're probably not even thinking about getting a promotion there. but. Obviously, in those regards, like, yes, you should be critical. You should be looking at a different place to work at. And not every place runs smoothly and runs well to the point where you just have to build upon that. But understanding how things work takes some time and trying to push for promotion, push for changes, push for your ideas too early on may not be the best path. So that's just something to consider. Uh, take the time to observe and soak in the company culture and all of that so that your ideas can really uh, shine later down the line where you find it appropriate to initiate them. Now, next is to continually learn, scale up your skills and know your industry. This is probably one of my favorite topics because I love teaching in a sense. I love uh, this podcast, you know, sharing advice. I have a few courses. I have a few... um guides that I have out there for different aspects you know productivity in your lives and I believe that it is so important to constantly be looking for ways to improve yourself through honing in on your skills and learning from experts and just learning from peers as well so that you have a better perspective on things because there's always a better way to do things and as a marketer I'm always trying to find ways to level up my skills because there's so many areas of marketing that my role covers and in the industry in general that I can always be getting better at it. And as I continue to get better at it, my company gets better in general because of the uh, higher quality work I'm putting out and the results just continue to trickle down and ultimately comes back to me getting a promotion or a raise or whatever that is um, that's at the next level for me. So uh, as an example, within my role, I'm currently working on some courses with digital advertising, design, and public relations. They are um, all very different, but it's because my work really does span across those areas. And although I may not be an expert in all of them at some point, I can be better at each one, and I'll continue to strive to be an expert. Although I may not be, you know, a master at the top of my level of each area because they're specific fields, like within marketing, even still, there are degree programs and whole departments at marketing agencies dedicated to these areas. So I give myself some grace, but I also am always in that mindset of pushing forward. And becoming an expert so that I can do better for my company and then also for my skill set. Another benefit at doing that is just building your resume and positioning yourself to be the best candidate at the next level in maybe another company. You never know what that next step may be, whether it's within your company or not. But all of these steps should be able to help you level up, whether it's internally or externally. Another thing that has like really been great for me, and I theoretically knew this, but I never put it into practice, is finding the right corner of Twitter for my industry, for my niche, for my role within my company, and following people and soaking in as much content as possible. Twitter seems to be like the best place for me to find cutting edge news, um, some industry tricks, and just like overall advice that I needed in my role i found that i reference articles and stats and just trends that i've seen on twitter and not necessarily like super specific research that i put myself through to brush up on something particular but just being abreast to what's going on in the industry and being able to apply that to my job because I know the current news or the current trends or whatever that is. So I definitely encourage you to try to do that as well. I have a dedicated Twitter account for my company. So I have a Twitter handle with like my company name in it that's separate from my personal just to kind of keep that separated and easy to follow and organize. So basically for this point, though, it's honestly just a reminder to always remember that you have room to grow even If you are established at your company, and even if you're new, you should always be finding ways to try to grow within your role and your industry. And like I said, this might help you within your company, but it can also help you land a position at another company because of the expertise that you have shown or demonstrated um, through your work. And then hopefully at the interview, if you are looking to go somewhere else. Next is having the willingness to put in extra time to get work done right. Now, even for myself, this topic is still kind of controversial. And I used to be very much all against this because it is kind of threatening to your work life balance, especially if you're someone who works from home. But I have noticed that as you level up within your career, and I'm talking about people at the VP, SVP level and higher They are working all the time. And I mean, for how much they're being paid. Yes, there is a huge responsibility to the point where you just don't have enough time in the work week to get everything done that you need to get done and get it done right. Business never ends. And even though like the work week may end, business never ends. Making money never ends. As you may already know through your side business or through your passion project that you do on the side of your job business still doesn't end, it may shift focus for you, but it doesn't. And so it actually took me a while to kind of get into that mindset and accepting that I may have to work a little bit later on some days, in order to show that I'm a team player in order to show that I'm committed to getting my work done correctly. And to show that I'm willing to put in the sweat equity to earn that next level of a promotion or raise. Now, I do know how to set boundaries and say no when I need to say no and still plan my work life around my personal and social life when need be. But there needs to be a mental shift in the way we approach our work ethic. And that's essentially what it boils down to is having a work ethic that is reflective of the compensation that you're expecting. And once I realized that I could not half work and put out half baked work in order to be at the level I wanted to be in my career, that's when I started to see changes in the way my projects were received and the responsibilities and autonomy that was given to me in my projects because I was putting a lot of care into my work. And that also relates to being passionate about your job. I would hope that even if you want to be an entrepreneur one day that the job you work at now, you are at least excited or passionate about it. And I love marketing. And when I'm doing it for another person, for a company, and I'm learning, I'm failing, but I'm recouping, on someone else's dime, it's actually a lot easier and a lot more manageable than doing it as an entrepreneur. It's a lot less stressful. So understanding that you need to have a sufficient work ethic and be willing to put in that sweat equity to earn that promotion is truly a game changer. And it's a mindset shift that is crucial when wanting to level up within your career. Now, here's my last one. And I might get on my soapbox, so don't mind me. But this is something that I have personally experienced. Not not necessarily saying with my company now, but something I've experienced. And so I just want to bring it up. And I've been, what I say, like on the victim side of it. But um, who knows? I might have been the person on the other side of this as well at some point. But being a leader is not about being the loudest in the room. It's about being the most cooperative and I'm not saying that you should be a pushover, but wisely picking your battles shows your competence as a leader more so than trying to always be overbearing and showing how much of a leader you are in, you know, bogarting conversations, uh taking up all the airwaves in the room and not listening to others. So I believe that leadership actually manifests in many ways. And I think that supervision or oversight of other employees is actually low on that list. Leadership, in essence, is taking ownership of something and doing everything in your power to make sure it is successfully executed, whether it be a successful completion of a project or the commitment to the career growth of a team member or optimizing a department's inner workings. All of those things are various areas of leadership that don't directly affect the oversight of other people. You know, managing people is actually really hard. And yes, it is an aspect of a lot of roles that is above the bottom tier of a company. But the need to feel like you're in control, And have the best ideas and always wanting to delegate is the worst way to handle leadership or handle a managerial position. And if you're someone who feels like you constantly fall into that trap of wanting to feel that way, you have to work on your leadership skills. And I'm not trying to um, attack anyone, but I believe that that is something that's not taught well enough Within our educational um, system, we teach students so well how to be employees, but not how to be leaders. Although we are encouraged to work hard and level up in our career and leadership comes along with that. Obviously, if I'm going to tell you this is what it shouldn't be, I have to tell you what I believe is great leadership and how to demonstrate it. And what I say that is is demonstrating through your work ethic how well you can manage your projects and maintain like a positive spirit and maintain positive culture within the company and then also your relationships with others not some necessarily it being based off of someone being higher than you within the company or lower than you within the company but how well do you get along with that person If you have to work side by side with that person, how well can you get along with them? Whether you have a great social personal relationship with them or not, that shows great leadership. So I think leadership is highly dependent upon other people's view of your work ethic and your relationships with others. So if you're doing that very well, I believe that you can be very successful at being a leader because you understand emotionally, how to work with others, and how to take ownership of projects and complete them successfully, especially when that's bundled up with everything else that I mentioned earlier. So, you know, it just all boils down to striving to be the best at your job and cooperative with others to just demonstrate your leadership skills. You don't want to be in a position where you feel like you have to talk your way through An interview to be promoted or to get a raise, but it should already be demonstrated in the work that you are doing, and everything else will literally just fall into place. So, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm still even learning how to improve in some of these areas, and I believe that I am making good progress as long as these are top of mind. You know, there's those days where. I'm half working, I'm half sleep, and it's just not a good day. But, you know, overall, this is what I'm striving for. And these are things you can and should be doing at every level in your career as well. And I'm sure there's some other things that you could be doing, but these are the ones that were kind of top of mind for me that kind of encouraged me to make a mindset shift to make sure that I was reaching for a good promotion um, within the next few months into a year within my career. So I'm also excited to share that I'm putting out all of my lessons that I've learned in career building into one easy to follow course on Udemy. And Udemy is where I currently host my basic budgeting skills course. And it's a great platform. You can download their app and you can work on your coursework from your phone you can also just work on it on your desktop, um, obviously your tablet as well. And there are lessons built into this one platform. There's videos, there's activities, and it's like school, but a lot more fun and a lot more productive and practical. So I am putting together a course on career building. Now it's still in the works and it's probably actually too early for me to share this with you, but I wanted to share it with you to hopefully hold myself accountable and then also to get you to sign up for my email list so that when that course is out and ready, you get the notifications about it. So if this is something that you are interested in and you are ready to learn from me, the pseudo expert, I guess, then sign up for my email list at bshq.org. It's all over the website. It's on the top banner. It's under the contact section. If you, if it's your first time to the website, you'll get a pop-up message to sign up for it. But make sure that you sign up for that email list so that you get the alerts. When I finally come out with this course, I've actually been working on this for over a year, maybe two years. And I believe that there are a lot of great golden nuggets. And you know, I love talking about my golden nuggets here on the podcast I'm sure that there are some great golden nuggets that you can take from in this course that will help you if you need a little bit more like specialized focus on just elevating your career, whether it's looking for a new job in a new industry, whether you're new or old to job hunting, and then also really honing on your skills to level up. I think that it will be great for you. So make sure you sign up for that email list in order to get the updates on when that comes out. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I didn't realize how passionate I was about this topic until I started today's episode. And you might even be able to tell from the presentation today, I totally went off script. And when I went back on script, you could probably tell that as well. But I think I got all the points across and I think I made some stronger points and what I even wrote down. So I hope you picked up those good nuggets that I was putting down because I believe that it can truly help you in your career once you make those mindset shifts, like I am doing in mine. And obviously, I will keep you updated on how I'm doing in my career, if these things are actually working. And if I get feedback, you know, from my boss from co-workers who say that they see that I'm doing well in certain areas, that happens to be something that I mentioned on this episode. I'm going to tell you so that you know what I'm sharing with you is real. All right. Thanks for tuning in again. Before I sign off, you already know what's up. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Be Chic Podcast. Download this episode if you want to listen to it again. Review the show so that I know you like what I'm putting down. And obviously, share this episode with someone who you believe could benefit from it. Follow me everywhere on social media at The Be Chic. And we'll talk again next time.